to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. From beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife, Don Maurice, hello. Welcome to Now is the Time. It is my privilege to welcome to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth the floor crew in San Miguel Duenas for week one, 2018. I'm honored to share this table with these gentlemen. I'm going to have them introduce themselves, starting with Garland. Hi, I'm Garland Peabody. I'm from Sunnyvale, or San Jose, California. I'm Daniel Peabody. I'm from San Jose, California. Sam Higa from Sunnyvale, California. Rodney Gonzalez, San Jose, California. Gentlemen, welcome back. Daniel, welcome for the first time Thank to you. the podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to you guys because, well, for a lot of reasons, but uh, for one reason in particular is you had something happen today that we have not had happen in 12 years. This is our 13th year uh, hosting this mission. And uh, it's never happened before, and I bet it will never happen again. Well, we hope it doesn't happen again tomorrow, but, uh, but it was a good thing, but it was very, very unique. And let's start with when you arrived at your first floor today. What happened? So when we arrived today, our... Um Mason. Luis, our Mason. our Mason, had completed our first floor. And so Sean's update for the day, <laughs> which was the most wonderful update we've ever had, was your first floor has been completed for you. And, and so, which was great for me because I've been sick and I missed out yesterday. So I thought this was actually Sean's way of kind of easing me back into uh, to floors. So it was a great start for the day. Rodney tells me at lunch, this, this, I kind of like this idea. Take <laughs> the first day off and then uh, come in and, and uh, first floor is done. And so we kind of easy. Yeah, I like this schedule. So what happened was uh, the Mason, uh, unfortunately, had a death in the family. My guess is it happened sometime last night after we had confirmed what time he was going to start. That's my guess, because often funerals happen very quickly here. And so uh, he, there was a funeral going to be at 3 o'clock today, which is what time we usually end. And... So he knew we needed to get three floors done before two o'clock because he needed to leave at two because it was a family member and he needed to be part of the... So he thought the only way I know how to get this done is to get there at five o'clock in the morning and do the first floor myself. We schedule arrival at the house between 7, 7.15, sometimes 7.30. And... Uh, so for him to do, it usually takes you guys about 90 minutes, doesn't it, to do a floor? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah. two hours, right? So he had done the floor in an hour and a half, two hours, probably two hours plus, by himself. By himself. Right? Yeah. And he looked like it, too. He was sweating. <laughs> and, he, he, uh... and the most amazing thing for us was that this is just the most responsible, you know, person that we worked with that he took it on himself that okay i promised these guys we'd get three houses done today and i'm not gonna have it not happen because of me so that that was amazing but uh, but tell me a little bit about Luis, 
who is your mason, the guy that you're working with. Luis is, it was, he's actually a really, really conscientious, very, very nice man. He's, he always, he, he tries to communicate with you as best he can, you know, in his Spanish and our broken Spanish as, as much as possible, but he's just so genuinely nice. He just, he gets in there, he works with you. If he sees something that, you know, that needs to be done, he, he has no problem just stepping up and just doing it. It was really, it's actually kind of an honor to work with him. Mm-hmm. I just really, I really, really like him. He just... It's just genuine, mm. along with most of the Guatemalans that are, you know, that we we've had, you know, a chance to meet. They're all just absolutely genuine people. It's just, it was very refreshing. The yeah, second thing about that also too is when we finished that first floor, the second floor was the next house right yeah. in the same complex. So we, we yeah, didn't have we, to go we, very yeah, we far. Had to, we had to move about what. 30 feet? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, about 30 feet. To start That's I forgot course. about that. So, That's the yeah. other... So, yeah, it was... It was really nice. You, you made it nice and eased me in today. Thank uh, you. I wish we could take credit for all of that. But, uh, but he is really good at measuring the amount of sand and rock and uh, cement that you need to where we really don't have to mix a very big batch to finish yeah. what we need to finish. It's just like... But, yeah. mm. And like another thing about Luis, I notice we're like walking down the street. I don't know if he knows the people he's talking to, but he talks to a lot of people on the street, and he's always laughing. He just says something funny to them. So, yeah, he's got a very jovial. Yeah, absolutely. He's kind of a portly guy and a big smile on his face and a very jovial demeanor. But he does. He lives there in San Miguel doing this, so I think he, so he does know. Okay. He's like talking to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He talks to everybody like he really knows Those, them. Yeah, it's like we. Yeah. Like you're talking to your neighbors. It's like he... Yeah. This is the first year we're working with Luis, and and wow, what a first impression for us. When I told Don Maurice, you know, she said, well, we got to buy him lunch at least. I mean, that it's uh, it's a very rare... uh, And we've, like Garland said, we've always had really great workers that we've worked with. We've been really blessed, but this just really went above and beyond. I would say Luis is another perfect example of of someone who makes you feel more welcome. I personally have felt more welcome in the last two days here than I feel in my own city. Mm. And it's it's amazing to me, somebody to welcome me into their home, to, to help me work, to help me do a, a job, anything I need to, to give it to me when you don't even get glances from people walking down the street where I live. And so that to me has been probably the most amazing experience already just people like that that are just willing to teach you or or work with you or anything that you need in that moment it's very impressive to me or just to say hi walking exactly. down the street just to it's acknowledge it's a community it's yeah. true community true community yeah, yeah. yeah. true buenos dias buenos dias exactly smile on their face everyone you say something to will reply <laughs> and that's something I don't encounter where I come from so, yeah. So this is your first time with us, Daniel. You've traveled yes. a bit, but it's first time here, and uh, you've heard from your dad, I'm sure, uh, yeah. about this experience. Uh, tell us what what your first impressions were. This is our first full day. We've been here a couple of days now, but uh, uh, the flight was, you know, 
I'm glad it wasn't uh, foreshadowing for how the rest of the trip was going to go. Oh, really? A bumpy flight? Um, we had a little uh, tummy troubles. Um, oh. But as soon as we got here, I felt... I have lived in Hawaii for six months, and okay. immediately I felt that same sense of community, that the beauty, the just everything about it. I, I felt home, mm. honestly, for the first time in a year and a half since I got back from Hawaii. Mm. So it was just incredible to feel that in a moment. And you don't speak Spanish, right? Not at all. Not at <laughs> all. Um, you know, I can say hello, thank you, things like that. But, you know, and everybody's also happy to sit with you and, and maybe teach you a little something, you know. So it's it's been, uh, it's lived up to the hype and more. <laughs> Absolutely. So what is some of the hype that you had heard? Because sometimes, like you said, it's, pretty tough to live up to something that you're really really looking forward Definitely. to um i mean first of all work is work but it's it's good work and it's incredibly rewarding i've never felt i mean i've done a lot of you know work around but i've never felt um sincerity for something i've done than when i see these families look at a floor that we've just put in like it's it's just it's powerful to see somebody and, and it was, you know, two hours, hour and a half out of my day. But for them, it's it's the world. And something like that is truly, you know, he will say things like that, my dad. He will say things like, oh, the people, they just, it's so amazing how they will treat you and, and welcome you. And it's like, well, you know, where I live, it's like, really? Somebody's going to let me into their home and cook me dinner? And But, I mean, I felt it was, it's, it's truly an amazing place. I mean... It just the people are incredible. Not a single person has has made me feel like I don't belong here, hmm. except for tourists that come from America, California, especially. It's it's and it makes me laugh. It does because you know I just you know it's it's funny when eye contact, no eye contact. Whereas any Guatemalan I look at is smiling, looking at me happy buenas tardes hola everything and it's it's just it's humorous i mean you have to look at it with humor because it's a little you know sad when you think about it but it's truly a life-changing experience for sure wow. and it's only been two days wow so and we got 12 more days to go so i'm looking forward to it for sure well we're so glad that you're able to join us yeah. sam you've been here how many years do you know do you remember nine or ten nine or ten you're a true veteran. <laughs> he was a baby when he first started coming. <laughs> he was, you know, and and also lacking in experience of these kinds of skills. I noticed <laughs> Sam kind of jumped in this morning and he start he starts doing things and <clears throat> I you know I still think of Sam as you know he's the little kid who came and never said a word and, and now he's like this man like jumping in you know shoveling you know stones and stuff and I was thinking. Now Sam's got a newbie to be uh, oh to be bossing around, you know, because Daniel's <laughs> not done this before. How does it feel to have a, a probie on your hands to be able to boss around a little bit? And yeah, it's kind of the same. I still don't really talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger facial hair now, but still quiet. <laughs> Sometimes very quiet. <laughs> That's good. I like quiet, actually. <laughs> Quiet's funny. He, he answers you and talks to you when you talk to him, but you have to talk to him. 
Now, Sam, I was told, little birdie told me that uh, that Sam understands a little more Spanish than he lets on. Oh, really? Have you have you taken more Spanish classes, or have you been practicing your Spanish, or is it uh, just now that we're <laughs> noticing this, you've known all along? I mean, I took Spanish for, I got a B, so. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, my grandparents speak Spanish to me, and I answer back in English. But I only really have to translate if I, it's really necessary. We have no idea what's going on. <laughs> well, today you were doing some translating because you guys didn't have Olivia, right? Well, Olivia helped us today. The, yeah, in so the morning, In the morning, right? right. Yeah. Well, we were done in the morning. Oh, Thanks she was to, with you the whole time. Yeah. Thanks oh, to Luis. Oh, well, we yes. got all three fours done yes. before. So tomorrow, you know, tomorrow Sam, we warmed him up with the uh, saying the prayer today, but we'll... <sighs> We'll get him in full motion. You're on tomorrow. Well, somehow you let your hand slide because uh, somebody told me, man, Sam knows what's going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, know. I, think, I think you're on. But that that's a great feeling, isn't it? To know I know when I started learning Spanish a little bit more and I could it's the speed is still tough, right? When they're talking really fast. Yeah. But when you finally get to the point where you can be a little conversant and kind of know what's going on, it just opens up a whole world. Yeah, I kind of have to slow down everything that's being said, and I understand about, like, 60% of what's been said. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a great thing, though. Uh, they can talk fast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, when... when uh, well, when my wife, Damaris, and, and Alba get on to talking and I, they lose me pretty quickly it's it's just <laughs> light speed uh tell me about one of the homes that you visited today describe for those who are listening uh, one of the families or maybe the the physical structure itself uh, give a description of of what this was like and and maybe why it was special for you today the last floor that we did in the home uh, and that family was so appreciative. They were looking, watching in the windows. They were watching what we were doing. But the thing that really fascinated me the most was I had put my backpack and my water bottle and stuff on this in this area. And when I came back, that area had been moved, and they'd moved everything out of there. And there was a physical well, water well, right there. And they were dropping a bucket down and getting water and bringing it in through the window so that we could actually accelerate the water process for, for mixing the concrete. But I've never seen a home here that actually had a water well. I don't think I've, I have either. I've never even seen a well. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to look down a well today, and that was pretty cool. How deep was it, Garland? Can you, do you know? I could you see the bottom? Or yeah, oh, 15, yeah. Probably 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15 feet. feet. Okay. Well, and it was because they, they had a five-gallon bucket, and then they had a like a two-liter Coke bottle that had water in it. That so it helped to keep the bucket tipped when it got down into the well to sink it down, and then they would pull the whole thing back up. And it's like, but I've never in all in my five years here, I've never seen a home that physically had a well. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't think I have either. That is cool. Very cool. So that was the unique one of the unique things about one of the homes that that I just thought was pretty cool. Mm. Awesome. Others. You guys did three, um, three homes At today. the first house we went to, um, there was a little boy. His name was Ian, um, an albino child. Um, and when we got there, he was just kind of standing 
and whining and, you know, just vocalizing noises. Um, the sun, you know, in his eyes and things like that. And, uh, um, you know, I, I related to him through other family that I have. So I kind of wanted to help make him feel more comfortable. Here we are, you know, four big guys coming into his home and, you know, working and doing all this stuff with shovels and hoes and pickaxes or all these different things. And, uh, and so by maybe five, ten minutes, we were playing with the ball, and we actually played in the dirt with his trucks and stuff like that. And it really was, you know, important to see him open up like that to to all of us even. You know, saying goodbye and waving and things like that. It was, it was truly awesome. So in that short period of time, you felt like you had earned some trust. Definitely. Definitely. They, um, they walked us. Um, the mother and the two kids, they all walked us to the third house. And when they were leaving, the little boy, back to their class, the little boy didn't. He was fighting because he did not want to yeah, go. He, he started to whine a little bit more, and it was very <laughs> oh, touching. Cool. It was pretty, it was pretty, very touching. Pretty, yeah, it was very cute. He totally liked the wheelbarrows of sand going in there and dumping, oh, yeah. and dumping when the he sand. Dump, he would he just had get a, a kick out of watching, because he had these dump trucks of his own, oh, and then yeah. he was watching us dump sand in the room and he was just getting he just a real kick out of it, it was he really, had the giggles real every cute. time he saw us dumping sand <laughs> <laughs> it was it was amazing <laughs> nice connection yeah. it was a great it connection was awesome yeah it's amazing that little things have such a impact you know now that you mentioned that I'm thinking <laughs> back to my childhood I had this Tonka dump truck and one of the cool things about it is it would actually dump sand. Yeah. I had the sandbox; it would dump sand. I, there's something. There is something about that when you're a kid, like yeah. watching all the sand pour out. And that's funny. I never thought. Of, I haven't thought about that. Well, he had a he had a Tonka dump truck, plastic Tonka dump truck. He also had a uh, plastic backhoe. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, we're here shoveling rock, we're shoveling sand, we're bringing it all in here, and here's a boy. It's probably going to be one of the drivers of one of these vehicles someday. Because <laughs> he's not going to want to be shoveling it. He's going to want to have somebody loading his truck, and he's going to be dumping it somewhere. Mm. Yeah, it was funny. He was playing with the equipment while we were doing it by hand. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so great. It was fun. It was so much fun. It was a very, very great family. Daniel, describe to those who've never been to Guatemala what one of the homes looks like. How would you describe it to someone who's never seen that home? Um, and I say this lovingly because, I mean, I think there's hundreds of thousands of houses out there that are not homes. But these houses are truly homes. You know, they are a place for family. But I would liken them to maybe like a, a shanty. Um, most of them are just, you know, posts with, with what can be found. Um, there's a lot of cinder blocks, you know, and, and, but a lot of the structure, not necessarily living space, but, but uh, you know, during the day, there's more just kind of structures. Not necessarily what you would call you know, a house or a, or a, well, that's not true. I would call the homes, like the cinder blocks and stuff like that, they have homes, but then surrounding them is just kind of structures for more space, storage, 
things like that. The it's not one area. big building. It's definitely not a big building. It is more like a lot that has rooms built onto it. And you will walk between room to room through these pathways. And what are surrounding these pathways? Describe as you walk in, what, what are you seeing to the left, to the right? What, is it dark? Is it bright? Are you inside? Are you outside? Um, it, it, you are outside, but it feels inside because there's a darkness because of, you know, um, roof coverings or awnings or things like that. And it's, it's, uh, I mean, I liken it to like if you have some type of outdoor plaza, but not that it's covered, but you're outside. I mean, you're, and, and you're what's on the ground? What's at your feet? Dirt, um, <laughs> gravel, rocks, some trash, a um, lot of vegetation, things like that. Um, it's usually there's like a set path, and on either side is just things, you know? It's uh, it's eye-opening. For the veterans, did you see anything different this this week that, or today? That very similar. Seen? I mean, this the first house, um, as like Daniel said, they were kind of different dwellings. Um, and there was a chicken coop, nice chicken coop. Oh, nice yeah, actually. One side. <laughs> really uh, cool. Really s- s- set up very well. And then there was, what, the avocado tree. Yeah, they had a uh, very nice lime tree. A very tree. nice lime. I mean, so you could it's a kind of a um a lot of they they're trying to provide for themselves all kind of within the their uh, their four their walls of, of their compound yeah and it the the first two houses that you did today was a little confusing because it looked like it was all one property right but it was actually two different families yes well it was the it, father the father of the family, of the one of the, either the, the daughter or daughter, the, yeah. the son, I'm not sure. He was the one that lives in the front one that we okay. did the second floor for. Yeah. Okay. So it was the father. Because we were confused because we had asked the, someone had told us there's two floors at the first house. And so they had asked the lady of the house, so you have two floors going in your house? And she said, no, I just have one. We're like, oh. <laughs> I guess we got confused with somebody else, and and which was true. You only did one floor at her house. Right, correct. Right. But 20 or 30 20 feet, feet away yeah. was... Through right. the entrance that you walked well, in from the street the walls, the same entrance, right. was, was the other floor and the other house, and that happens a lot. That you, There'll be two or three or more families. If you guys get up to the, the Finca Sebastian, the, the coffee farm, the, there's all these... Uh, it's it's amazing the, the the owner of the farm provides this land for housing for all of his workers so they don't have to travel long distances he's providing supplemental health care and it sounds like a really great employer but there's just dozens of family I mean it's, you keep walking and walking and walking and it's you know, there's dozens of families kind of right next to each other and you're not sure where does this house end and where is the next house I mean we did like five stoves in about a 20 foot you know, hallway area, and I'm not sure where they started and ended, but that's kind of different. Uh, Definitely. Well, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with those who might be listening, um, either to people who've not been here before, or maybe uh, something to family and friends, supporters that uh, helped send you here? Any final thoughts you'd like to share? Do not let apprehension 
stop you. Um, this has been the best decision I've made in my life to come here. Wow. Praise God. Agreed. We came five years ago, and we've never looked back. <laughs> we still keep coming. We keep coming for more weeks each year. <laughs> Which is awesome. We'd love to have you guys here as much time as you can, as you can afford. I was inspired by my father and my mother the last four years to not come for one week my first time. I'm here for two because it just seems like, you know, it's it's just amazing. In fact, I feel I owe the people of Guatemala more floors. You know, I feel like I owe them because of how they have treated me. Mm. How all of us have been treated. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts? Now's the time. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> I think Daniel covered it well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we were happy man. Well. well, once again, on behalf of Damaris and myself, Lillian, Corazon de los Niños, thank you for coming here. Thank you for coming back again and again and again and again and again and again. Ten, nine or ten times, whatever it's been. <laughs> This is 10. 10 times. We're just incredibly humbled just to know you, but to be able to serve side by side with each and every one of you, it's truly an honor. So thank you for your service to our Lord and to his children here in Guatemala. And thanks for sharing your stories on the podcast. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. So that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission, team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendiga. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios, go with God. Pero no inmediatamente.